The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Cilantro's in the quiet taste. The Griffin, you fool! Well, is he a doctor or not? I am a doctor, and if you would ever like someone to check you out for foot and mouth disease. We're we're in search of something, but we don't quite know where it is. I guess that's what being in search of something means. It's like a really good title. I, I can't just be handed it out willy-nilly. It felt like we were constantly having to shoo him away. He's like a toddler. Please, please help! <laughs> I just love the visual of, like, someone sitting in someone else's lap and teaching them to read. (laughs) Okay, at this point, I'm gonna become invisible. No, I I think you'll be staying. Our next live show is less than a month away. We'll be appearing at The Long Game on June 23rd, an event being put on by Gamers Against Alzheimer's. It will feature live games by us and others, learn-to-play events, open gaming, and tournaments. You'll even get to see our very own DM as a player in another game. Plus, it's all for a good cause. So check out Gamers Against Alzheimer's on Ye Olde Facebook and participate in some RPG goodness. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the gang began to beat the reeds and crossroads to see if they could discover the location of the thicket that should not be. After speaking with a bard named Cilantro and a doctor named Francis, they determined that the mountain Verisayorso was the best place to start looking, as there had been sightings of strange creatures there. Though, it seems they'll have to wait until the next day, as after a griffin attacked the town, the guard closed and barred the gates till morning. Left to their own devices, they decided to secure lodging for the night, but that process was quickly interrupted by Pasht, who desperately wanted Ildov to come back to the ORE station house with her to look at books about griffins. Cassian did what Cassian does best, which is insert himself into social situations that don't involve him, and he tagged along with Olash in tow, Yarfik staying behind briefly to pay for their rooms. At the station house, after legitimately looking at books about griffins, Posh attempted to trap Ildov in the back room and made it clear that she knows Ildov is not a real member of the ORE. Her hand then began to crackle with lightning-like energy. We pick up in the station house. Posh is standing in front of the door to the back room. Yarfik is outside about to break the outer door down. Olash is on the other side of that door, with Cassian just a little ways away and Ildov roughly in the center of the room. Posht, her hand crackling with lightning-like energy, locks eyes with Ildov, just as Yarfik brings his hammer down on the door, breaking it open. Ha! Let's roll initiative. <clears throat> That's the sound the door makes, my friend. Yes. <laughs> it's like, ow! <laughs> ow! <laughs> Uh, that's a 20 for initiative, not natural. Okay. I guess you can't really have a natural 20 for initiative. I mean, you can. You just don't... There's no, like, critical <laughs> initiative. <laughs> I get to go twice. You murder everybody. 
Olash, what'd you get? 11. Yarfik? Natural one. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I have negative initiative. I go negative two <laughs> times. <laughs> Yarfik swung and broke the door open, and then the hammer carried through and he hit himself right in the dick. Oh, <laughs> every time. Right in the mummy daddy buttons. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> okay. Right in your loin no. fruit. <laughs> yeah. Right in my loin fruit. No more John Spawn for Yarfik. Uh, anyway, Cassian, you are up first. Okay. Can I ready an action to, I, I want to get out my decanter of endless water and get ready to geyser her with it the minute I see her start to unleash that spell. Sure. Okay. And I'm going to just, I'm going to just quickly say, Posh, let's uh, talk this out like reasonable people. We don't want to fight. Olash? Uh, oh boy. So, okay. Cassian said we don't want to fight. I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out Misery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna move like up in between Cassian and <coughs> Ildov here. Okay, so you guys are making a line. Is I can't quite tell from the Skype feed which one is me. Am I on the right or the left of Olash? Okay, thanks. For or, the listener, I'm on Olash's right. What what is what is this? Are these like books? Like uh, so it, uh, to it's to recap the room really quick, uh, Posh is standing in front of the door to the back room, uh, which she's also standing uh, behind her desk. In front of Valera is a set of bookcases slash filing cabinets that are about uh, four feet high. To Cassian's right. Are uh, is a set of um, display cases, which is where all of the magical items that you had purchased the other uh, earlier in the day were. Uh, and then on the opposite side of the room are the bookcases and the reading nook. Can I actually oh. move up here? Is that <coughs> is that okay? Yes, that is fine. Does anybody remember what she had in there besides healing potions? I'm thinking we might want to grab some stuff like in the middle of the fight. You know, I don't remember off the top of my head. I also love that we're in flying V formation. I, we're, I feel like we're about to become a bunch of outlaws, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Very possible. Hey, guess what? It's your turn. Hey, guess what? It's my turn. Um, I'm going to actually, I feel like I just like popped up to be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, Ildov uh, looks poshed right in the eye and then winks at her and then pops back down behind the uh, bookcases um, okay. and I'm going to use the my like rod of the pact keeper to regain a spell slot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just popping down behind the bookcase just like hiding real quick and then yeah. you're regaining your spell slot. After yeah. a yeah. wink. After very a wink important. though. Post wink. Post wink. Roll yes. for wink. Yes, roll for <laughs> wink. <laughs> Uh, you can you can roll either charisma or dexterity. No, I'm kidding. You don't have to roll. It's <laughs> like, wait, does it do something? Only <laughs> love someone to like roll a natural one on dexterity for winking. Yeah, I, I know that Yarfik exactly has done that. That happened to Yarfik. That's exactly what happened. That's yes. me and my. I wanted life. it to happen to someone who should be good at it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, okay, so that is you're done. You're staying put. Yeah. So now it is Posh's turn. Cassian, you just sort of said, you know, we we don't want to yeah. fight. So Posh is going to look at you and say, uh, actually, she's not looking at you. She's still staring at exactly where Ildov was, even though she, she can't make eye contact with her because she popped down. She's going to say, Cassian, I don't want to fight you either, but this is not between you and me. I have no quarrel with you or with Olash or with Yafek. This is between myself in Can I respond to that, or are nope. we too busy in the thick of battle? Okay. You guys are in the the throes of initiative right now, so it's Yarfik's turn. Uh, I'm gonna move my 25 into the room. Be right here. Oh, I'll be. No, I need to be able to see her. Uh, can I see her past Olash? Yeah. And I'm gonna say to her, Posht, as we have no quarrel, 
let this be. The girl is under the protection of the Order of Aegea. And I'm casting Compelled Duel. So she has to make a save, I believe. Yeah, a wisdom save. DC is 15. Uh, she rolled a 14. She now has disadvantage on any attacks or anything else she does, and she has to stay within 30 feet of me. And that's a bonus action for me, and so then I'm going to move... Oh, no, I can't move anymore, so I'm going to stay there. Sorry, don't you mean she has disadvantage on anything she does to anyone else? Yes, she has to attack me, and she if she moves away from me, she has to make another save, or else she will be drawn toward me. Is that uh, concentration on your part, out of curiosity? Uh, uh, let me take a look. Yes, concentration okay. for up to a minute. Cool. Just wanna make, we just want to make sure. Uh, okay, Cassian, you're up. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to sort of... Uh chime in you know with your offer i'm gonna sidle up uh till i'm sort of right next to the display case and and i'm gonna say look i don't know what you think you know about ildov shit valera (laughs) 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 can we just pretend (laughs) i'm imagining cassian is saying all of this (laughs) can we just pretend Okay. No, you, you said uh, Valeria. You said Valeria. Let's do take two. Hold on. Take two. Ready? I don't, go. Okay. I don't know what you think you know about Valera, but she's our friend. If she's hiding anything for any reason, I trust her. And we, we can't let you take her in. Please believe me, what we have to do is very important. What I'd like to have happen here is that we just back out carefully through your shattered doorway and we all go about our merry <laughs> Olash. Uh, mm, I'm just going to... I'm just going to move a little bit closer up here. Ready to leap. Ready to jump. <laughs> Ildov? I, uh, well, I got a blaster gang, I think. Um, let's, we, uh, need, we need her to contain Golrek, so we need, no lethal force. You can also back out. You guys don't, yeah, we can't say this. you can't well, have this conversation okay. right now. Sorry. It is yeah, up to her. Sorry. Um, Meta gaming. I mean, she can probably, sorry. I'm, uh, for what it's worth, I'm sure she can survive one blast at least. We're just we're in a pickle. This is a pickle, mm-hmm. and we are doing our best not to piss off the ORE and or lose our friend. But I kind of want to see Olash leap 60 feet and just tackle her into the back wall. I feel like I've moved too close I mean, to her at this point. You need but... to get a 10 foot start. Don't forget to do that. <laughs> That's right there. <laughs> From there, and then five just feet jump in into her face. Smash <laughs> straight through the wall like Wiley Coyote. Oh yeah, I could just run up to her. I forgot that's a doorway right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that door closed or open? That door's open. All right. Good to know. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna say <laughs> and cast Tasha's hideous <laughs> laughter. Okay. <laughs> What's the uh, the save? Sixteen. But uh, what? Oh, oh, sorry. Um, wisdom. A wisdom save. That is a seventeen. Ooh. Damn it. Uh, you gonna move? Or you staying put? Uh, I will move. I'm gonna move over here. It is now Posh's turn. She says. I didn't want this. She raises her left hand, crackling with lightning-like energy. And I need Olash, Yarfik, and Cassian to each make dexterity saving throws. Okay, I, I mean, I still had my readied action to try and blast her when she cast it, is that? Yeah, uh, so when you ready an action, it takes place right afterward. Oh, uh, okay, I guess... Okay, so I make the save first, and then I can try and blast her? Yep. Even if he has a higher initiative? He's he's delaying. Well, oh, crap. What nice. kind of save did you say? Dexterity? Yes, dexterity. I'm not going to even look at my modifier. Yeah, 11. yeah. Okay, so uh, Cassian got an 11. Olash? 10. 10, and Yarfik got a natural 20. Is this considered an attack, or is this just an effect? This is a spell. 
It, she doesn't have to roll to attack. I want to discompel duel, make her get disadvantage on that then. Well, she doesn't have to roll. That's There's right. no disadvantage Sorry. to advantage. Sorry. Excuse me, I need to grab a whole lot of dice. That's a lot of dice. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like pop. Remember when we joked about how you weren't going to make it out of this alive? 10, <clears throat> 15, 16, uh, 17, 25. Uh, So, Cassian and Olash, you each take 25 points of lightning damage. Holy shit. And Yarfik, you take 12 points of lightning damage as this five-foot-wide bolt of lightning shoots out from her hand in a in a straight line going all the way out the open door behind Yarfik, streaking out into into the street. Very loud, this big clap of thunder, just this loud kroom, blasts forward as you all uh, you all get to see what a storm sorceress is capable of. Fuck. And uh, it's Yarfix's turn. Oh actually, sorry, Cassian. Uh, you are you are now able to do your uh, your readied action. Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to hit her with the highest setting on my decanter of endless water. Holy crap. Uh, I say the magic word of boosh, and I just blast her with a, what is it, a 30-foot geyser of water. It's a, I think it's a 30-foot long, one-foot wide, so, right? Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, she has to make a DC 13 strength save, or okay. else take 1d4 and be knocked prone. Do I also have to do that? Oh, you are right in front oh, of us, right? I, I mean, I'm. I, I'm. Here's my. What I'm figuring is that I've been just like training the the decanter on her this whole time, so I assume I would have subtly maneuvered to kind of like make sure Olash wasn't in my line of fire. Uh, Cassian, here's what I want you to do. I want you to roll a uh, roll a strength check oh to see if you can muscle the thing into the exact trajectory that you want while it's shooting out a 30-foot stream of water. Okay. Here goes nothing. Oh, uh, that's a 15 for strength. Okay, yeah. 15's enough. So you you sort of hold it up and away, <laughs> so it just sort of shoots over Olash's shoulder. Uh, Olash, you still, like, spray of water over your right shoulder. You get water in your ear. You gotta get that out. You don't want to get swimmer's ear. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that could lead back to Does that mean it hits yeah. Posh in the face then? Uh, it it sort of it, it hits her like in the solar plexus like right in the center of the chest. Right in the bread um, basket. More the breast basket but whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah it hits her and uh, she it was a strength saving throw you said? Yeah DC of, 13. Of DC 13 she rolled a 17. Um, so she is super wet uh, I will say for the moment, uh, her her vision is obscured, uh, for okay. sure. And uh, that's your readied action, so now we're up to Yarfik. She's still in the doorway, that she can go flying back in the doorway. Correct. Um, she stood her ground. Hmm. Well, uh, all right. I really didn't want to have to do a fight like this. I'm going to move up closer. So, actually, no. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And then I am going to cast... Yeah, I'm gonna cast whole person on her. So uh, I say, uh, I said down boy last time. So down boy, I'm a girl. Uh, <laughs> what's the save in DC? Uh, there's also 15. It's a wisdom, uh, wisdom as well. Roll the 17. So yeah. she just shakes it off. Uh, and a... then as my bonus action, I'm mm-hmm. going to. I can't. Never mind. I'm gonna hold off. Cool. Back to the top, Cassian. Okay, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna hit her with the dissonant whispers. Give her the give her the blush. Ooh, rolled a nat twenty on her save. Oh my god. Oh, All right, man. we need I, to go. <laughs> yeah, I am um I'm gonna duck behind the display case, I guess, and just out of her line of sight. Cause I'm not doing so great for hit points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Olash. Okay. With her behind the desk like that, can I run the 10 feet and like jump into her? Uh, you can. I'm going to say that it's uh, you're going to need to roll acrobatics because it's you're not just like jumping straight at her to tackle. You have to clear the desk and the chair to be able to do it. Yeah. So you can certainly try that. You just got to roll acrobatics to see if you can connect. Uh, and then what is is your intention to like grapple her and carry and like essentially have your momentum carry you through the door? Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be an acrobatics roll to clear the desk, mm-hmm. um, and then an athletics roll for the grapple. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm, no, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I am going to rage, mm-hmm. and I am going to come up here. Just going to get right up in her grill. And swing with misery. Okay. So... Go ahead and roll your attack. I can't. I can't wait till Misery has a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk Adam. to Adam. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's uh, eighteen plus eight. As you swing at her, no, her image begins to flicker, and it almost what? seems like she's standing next to herself. Almost, you almost feel like you have double vision. Roll again. You have disadvantage. <laughs> what is it? Oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's not good. Uh, so that's 12. 12 does not hit as you are are just beset with this, this all of a sudden, this strange flicker in her form, and you swing and slice right through an illusory version of her. Are you going to use your second attack? Yes. Just very frustrated. <laughs> Was pretty cool how it hopped up on the mic. That was that was super cool. Yeah, that was some some dice parkour. Oh! But but you have disadvantage. Come on, come on, same exact roll. <laughs> it's not a net one. It's so not it's a net one. Ten. Ten does not hit. Once again, you swing and it goes right through that illusory version of her. Uh, Ildov. Okay, so wait. So what what do I see? Uh, you see, very similarly to Olash, you see two slightly overlapping, like, mirror images of her. Almost as if, uh, you know when you are looking at a magic eye painting mm-hmm. and you have to, like, relax your eyes and things sort of just sort of separate out? It looks like that. So when Olash swung Misery, did it go through both of those images? It went through one of them, but okay. Poshed is also sort of, like, moving to get out of the way. So it's not the kind of thing where you can simply say, like, oh... She sliced through that one. I'll aim at that one. They're uh, they're also they're they're constantly flickering, as if like someone's moving a prism. Well, that makes it difficult. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast, but I'm gonna split the beam. Okay. Because I can do that now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try to get both of those kind of flickering images. Does that make sense? Can I do that? Uh, it does make sense. Um, but so they're flickering, is it not gonna... 
So what I'll say is that since you would be rolling a ranged spell attack with disadvantage, mm -hmm. if you're going to go that route, I'll I'll that would give you advantage. So it's just a straight roll. Oh, okay. So I just roll once. So yeah. So roll once. Um, uh, that's nineteen. Uh, nineteen hits. Okay. Do I still do I roll just one d10 or two? One d10. What's that? It's a five. It's a five. Five. Okay. <laughs> so you look up, you see Olash slice through these two illusory versions, and you're like, I'm on to your little game. <laughs> so you decide to split your Eldritch Blast and fire at both. Uh, and as you do that, one of the blasts just sails right through an illusory version of Posh, and the other one uh, hits her right in the arm. And all of a sudden, that sort of strange flickering that was happening with her stops, and her forms fuse together. And she's just, she's there right now, so you you can easily see her. And she sort of, like, reaches up and grabs her arm and scowls at you. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. I wink at her. Uh, are you going to move or you staying put? I'm going to stay put. Now it is Posh's turn. And... I'm so close to her. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you are. Oh, no. Thunder wave! Um... I'm just going to jump up through the ceiling. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, infinity and Actually, beyond. you know what, John? That's a good idea. She's going to cast Thunder Wave. Oh, no. Uh, so that yeah. is a uh, con save from you, Olash. Uh, and the DC is 15. Nope. Do you get advantage because you're raging? Not on constitution saving throws. Nice try. So that is... Oh, that sounds like less dice. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, I just grabbed one of the wrong ones. That's all. Uh, so that is nine points of thunder damage, <sighs> and you are pushed ten feet away from her. Diagonally or uh, straight back? Straight back. So essentially, in well, into the... Um, oh, into this, okay. Yeah. She's not in the case. She just falls against <laughs> Just, like, climb in. Um, <laughs> and, because uh, she can I do some that. other cool shit. Since she did that, uh, she is going to ride the wave of her tempestuous magic. And with the, the elemental air that she just summoned, uh, she is going to rise up into the air a little bit and fly 10 feet to the side. What an Which asshole. Way Which way? That. Diagonally? Towards Nicole. Toward, uh, towards Nicole. Nicole is right there. Me, Nicole. Oh. Not Olash. So this? Yes. She's still up or is she down? She's down. She lands on the ground. Okay. That's so cool. She just wanted us all to know that she could. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> She's so so here's the thing. I'll let you in. The cool thing on that is that every time she casts a spell, she can, as long as it's a spell of first level or higher, she can use her tempestuous magic to move, uh, to fly up to 10 feet without incurring an attack of opportunity. Hold on. Every time she casts a spell, she can fly around? A first level <laughs> or higher, she can move 10 feet without That's incurring crazy. an attack of opportunity. No, gotta, yeah, yeah. She's a badass. Her. We gotta kill her. Do we? No, we don't. I have a plan. I, mean, I also have you, a plan. You always Hopefully have... it's the same plan. No, it's not going to be the same plan. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, Honestly, yeah. it's always two opposite plans. Yeah. <laughs> well, get ready for this, because this is me starting my plan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move 10 feet, yell to everyone, everyone out now. Poshed, there must be some parlay or other thing we can do here to speak this out. She is under my protection. She will not be harmed. We must be able to bargain. So that's your, your that, turn? That, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hold my uh, Warhammer ready, but I, I have nothing else to go. Okay. 
Uh, Cassian. I, I love where your head's at, Yorfik, uh, but I, I gotta try this. Posht, go sit quietly in the other room and be perfectly still. And I cast Suggestion. <laughs> What's the uh, save in DC? Uh, wisdom, DC 15. So you say that to her. That she looks at you and then she uh, just shakes her head and goes, God damn it. Cassian! She rolled a 16. Uh, I was this is getting that. really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> just for a mechanics thing, would she have had to roll a wisdom saving throw to move 30 feet away from me to go sit down in the other room? Uh, yeah, she <laughs> That would have been oh, difficult. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a compelled duel right now. I, for, I honestly had forgotten about the compelled duel because... Uh, you know, it's it's almost as though it's had no discernible effect on the battle so far. So far. Anyway. I'm just, uh, I'm ducking back out of line of sight. I'm okay. get out my longbow, too. Uh, Olash. No one misses me. Get out. So I fell over? Uh, you didn't, you didn't actually fall over. You just, oh, like, fell okay. against the case. So okay. you're still standing. You're not prone. Okay, cool. So I, uh, I, like, leaned forward, so I'm flat-footed again. Okay. <laughs> um, and I... I'm going to drop Misery mm-hmm. and throw a javelin at her. I'm going to get you a chain for Misery so you can like hold on to it and just sort of, like, pull it back to She's yourself. not Kratos from God of War. <laughs> or I'm, I'm just going to throw gargoyle arms at her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, there's okay. no statues in this room, are there? Uh, there are not. God damn it! Okay, uh, that's a 12. 12 uh, does not. Oh, wait, sorry. Let me think about something for a second. Do you want other dice? <laughs> <laughs> want I, ha- I have others. They other just dice. all fell She's out in my bag. Uh, uh, would that help? Because you're, you're hitting the, the plastic, so it's like sliding. Look, you can't make excuses for, for chance, okay? It's just dice. Felt doesn't really make that much of a difference. <laughs> it felt nice. You wouldn't be saying that if you were wearing my felt underwear right now, Sam. I'll try this deep. Oh, God, that sounds so itchy. (laughs) That does not sound pleasant at all. It's like I'm wearing a pool table. I was just saying, it's like like you're wearing a Muppet. Uh, Balls in the corner pocket, I feel like, is the joke that needs to be made. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Two ball corner pocket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, so uh, roll again, Nicole. Do I still have disadvantage? Mm Mm-hmm. As you throw the javelin, her form once again starts to separate. Like, okay. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Another nat 20. Uh, Why do I only use those, get those on my... The 12 hits. You still hit. So you can go ahead and roll damage. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just annoyed. The only time I roll nat 20s is when I have disadvantage. Didn't you roll nat 20 on like an intellect, uh, an intelligence check? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's a null. That's a null. Yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) Okay, so six plus five is 11 plus two is 13. 13 points of damage as you throw a javelin at her and then you so you throw the javelin it sort of like hits her in uh, in the thigh and she like uh with both of her hands takes it and, and sort of just tears it out and then looks at you and her eyes just begin to flame her eyes just flame up 
like the Human Torch. Oh my! And she she points at you and then like twists her hand and with this this motion of like pulling up, she casts Hellish Rebuke on you, oh, uh, which is a Dexterity save. She's so rude. <laughs> uh, dexterity, you said? Yes, and I believe you are raging, so you do have advantage. Oh my God, guys! Sam, it's been it's been really fun playing for... Olash, but I got a nat one. I think this might be the end of me. Hold on, <laughs> you have advantage. <laughs> oh, because it's a Dexterity saving throw, and you're raging. Well, that's better. Fifteen. <laughs> but like, why am I? <laughs> why is this happening? <laughs> oh, no. uh, so uh, keep attacking her. Fifteen is the DC. So you will only take half damage from this. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, that is 22 points of fire damage reduced to 11. Jesus. Oh man. Oh my god. Um, as this gout of flame just springs up from the floor right beneath your feet, you dive out of the way, but it still sort of singes your legs. Sam, I feel like I have to inquire for mm-hmm. the sake of our listeners uh, whether the magic word for hellish rebuke is oh hell no <laughs> just... uh, it can be she she has she has an ability called subtle spell where she does not have to use words to cast her spells if she wants to how fun for all of us uh, sorry Nicole what were you saying Not n- nothing <laughs> never mind okay uh, Ildov Cast Eldritch Blast oh, again. Sorry, was mm-hmm. I able to take a second attack? Oh, that's right. You do. You do get. Sorry. Two oh no, you're good. Um, you can even please range. attack if you can. Yeah. Cool. So still this uh, j- javelin again. Javelin again. This time, in looking at her, her form is singular. Okay. So roll well, I'm gonna, that twenty. I'm gonna roll an at one. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, but a two. Uh, so that's ten. Uh, ten does not hit. So her form is back to singular. Uh, but you throw. It, it's just the. Um, the flame rising up from underneath you throws off your aim and it just sort of goes wide and hits, sort of like sinks into the books in the bookshelf behind her, or to the side of her rather. Uh, now it is Ildov's turn. Um, I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast. Okay, um, are you doing this, are you she's twinning it again? She's singular right now. She's single. One singular no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send one beam. Back. Okay. Two. Um, that's a 12. 12 hits? Oh. Okay. She is a magic caster. The armor is not that big. Yeah, she does not have a particularly high AC. Ten. Ten points of damage. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> As uh, she, it, her, her attention is on Olash, having just, just hellishly rebuked her, and uh, you just catch her like right, right in the side meat with a, uh, a good blast, leaving this like big sort of black scorch mark on her yellow and blue robes. And um, we are. On to Posht. Now, what is she gonna do? Posht is going to point at Ildov, but she's gonna say Valera because she doesn't know your name. Because she is doesn't Ildov. know my real name, even though Cassian totally dropped it earlier. So she's going to. Uh, <laughs> well, so did Posht. She's, uh, <laughs> yeah. She's going to uh, point at you, Valera, and say, uh, Valera, I need you out of the fight for right now. And she, uh, in, in pointing at you, will say, Kradach. Uh, and then all of a sudden, inky black darkness forms in a 15-foot radius around you. Uh, neither you nor Yarfik can see right now. Uh, your, your dark vision does not help. And she's good. So Cassie, uh, sorry, Yarfik, you're up. 
I'm going to cast Dispel Magic right where that is. Uh, what level spell is Dispel Magic? It's a third. It's a third level spell, okay. Yeah, third level spell. It's my last third level of the day. So you cast Dispel Magic, and uh, just as quickly as that inky blackness formed, it sort of rolls back and fizzles into the edges and then disappears. I'm going to stride right up to her, literally get within five feet. I know I'd probably take an attack of opportunity or... Not upon entering the okay. space. And then I just want to see one thing here. Damn, I can't, I can't do a bonus of thaumaturgy. I'm going to say again, everyone... Listen to me. Leave now. Poshed on me. There is no further where this needs to go. You and I, we do not have a quarrel that cannot be talked out. Please, I beg of you, do not do this. Cassian. No one's gonna listen to me, but it's okay. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, you know what, I'm with Yarfik on this one. It's a fighting retreat, gang. Yarfik can keep her pinned down, the rest of us back towards the door. Keep your eyes on her. I'm and I'm gonna, to um... I'm going to train my longbow on Poshed um, as I start to... Well, I'm going to actually wait on backing away until I see that um, Ildov and, and Olash are too, but I'm going to ready an action to, to shoot her if she tries to strike at any of us. Uh, Olash. Uh, so since I'm raging, I can make it out the door, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because that's maybe, 40, so... Maybe maybe don't make it all the way, though, just because like, it's better if she targets you than Valera. Right or how are you for help? I have Hello, six. Mr. I have six oh. hit points. No, she okay. should go. Oh, oh no, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's the reason I'm leaving. <laughs> I, had I known that I had a bonus action, I could have done. Okay, so Olash is now outside. The door is broken, so you can still see in for whatever's going on. Uh, but you are out there, Ildov. I'm gonna yell. No, this is my fight, and cast <laughs> and cast Eldritch Blast again. <laughs> okay, roll. Um, I'm going to do shield of the faithful and uh, cause disadvantage on us. It's a range uh, attack. So you're going to cause disadvantage on her attack? Yeah, I'm okay. going to block it. Why? Because I don't want her harmed anymore. I want to get out of this peacefully. This is what Yarfik's doing. All right, so I have to roll again? It's yep, a very Yarfik thing to do. It is, honestly. Okay, well, 17. Was that's the, the lowest? One. Yeah. Still hit? Wow, that's pretty darn good rolling. <laughs> 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 nice try, but... <laughs> Seven. Seven points of damage. So you uh, level the rod of the Pact Keeper and let forth another Eldritch Blast of black force energy. Uh, Yarfik raises his shield to try to block it, but it sneaks in just under the crook of his arm. Yeah, it's really threading the needle. <laughs> uh, and uh, hits her in the side again for another seven points of damage. She is she's not looking great. I mean, she is angry AF, and she's still pretty hot. Yeah. Oh but yeah. but she is also looking like haggard and bruised. Like I, I mean, Ildov's like completely attracted to her at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Ildov loves anyone who's bad for her. Is what it boils pretty down much, to. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> she definitely has a type. <laughs> great. Okay. Uh, so now it is Posh's turn again. And what is Posh gonna do? So many options. So many spells that I want to use just because they're cool, but like, is that appropriate is the real question. Um, she is, she's going to cast Thunder Wave again. So, Constitution save on Yarfik. Yeah, remind me not to stick my neck out again. 19. Oh, um, oh yeah, right. 19? Okay, so you, uh, you make the save, but you still take some damage. But I don't go flying. You do not move. No, you, you stick the landing. 14, seven points of thunder damage on you, Yarfik. 
and she is going to, once again, with the, the wind that she summoned, uh, she's going to move 10 feet the back the, the way she was originally. So yeah. she's in um, no, attack, no attack of Where in that is my shot at her? Uh, your shot is right now, now that she has landed. And no attack of opportunity for me, right? No. That's, I mean, I rolled an 18. I don't even need to add the modifier, do I? Uh, no, you do not. That will hit. That is an 11 damage. As she she lands, you level this this shot at her. Like, you had your, your bow trained on her the entire time, just waiting for your opening. She attacked your friend, even after he defended her, which is like, that's a dick move. And as she lands, you let loose, and the arrow hits her in the side of the neck. And the force of it sends her toppling backward. The only one who saw it coming was, was Liebchen, her pseudo-dragon, who was around her neck. Uh, and he actually takes off into the air and flies away, perches on top of one of the bookcases, and just sort of like looks out at the room, sort of shrieks at you all a little bit, but poshed topples backward, sort of hits her head on the wall and slumps to the ground. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna quickly say, oh wait, it's not my turn, never mind. Uh, we're out of initiative right now. I'm, I'm gonna dying. say, Yarfa, can you save her? Keep her from dying? Yep. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't die. <laughs> uh, so Thank before goodness. I cast by the dying on her, um, I'm gonna beckon you over here. Okay. So, Kevin, I'm gonna give you my last second level spell. Which is? Didn't we have? We have uh, we have mush we mushrooms, have mushrooms, but that that's only one d four. Right. Yeah. Whereas I can cast uh, cure wounds at second level, and do two d eight uh, healing to you. So, Thank you. Yeah. That's very kind. Thank you guys so much for defending me. So that's um, nine nine points of backup. I cast spare the dying on her, so she's back to zero. Do you take the arrow out of her neck first? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Are you gonna block the blood? That's like gushing out of her neck. I don't have to. He just yeah, he magic. just magically oh. healed her. So he he took so, out the arrow, oh, I see what's cast spare here. the dying. I see what's uh, happening. She has stabilized uh, for the moment. She is unconscious. You don't know how long that's going to last, and it also becomes apparent to you now uh, that sort of the, the like the the adrenaline of this fight is over, and you you're no longer just like hearing your heart pulsing in your ears that. There's some yelling and stuff coming from outside in the street. Okay, yeah. We need to get out of here uh, now. Go. Um, I grab everything I can, all the potions and shit I can from the display case. There's only uh, one in there. It's oh. just the the greater healing potion. Oh, great. Okay. Well, I'm That's the only one that. you guys didn't buy earlier. I'm going to drag her and... into the back room. Just put the body in the back room. Okay, so you're dragging her into the back room. Yep. Cassian? Then, yeah, is there any other exit from here or just the, the one that... Just busted? the broken door... Okay, let's let's get the hell out of here and out of this town. Stat. How? What do you mean how? I don't know. We'll play it by ear. What do you want to do? I'd rather stay here and, and, and figure out what's going on, but we don't have time. Uh, I'm going to close the door behind her. And... What is going on here? <laughs> I'm like ducked behind the bookcase for... Your yeah, eyes she's... all dart to the broken front door where a hulking woman is standing. She is dressed just like the guards were earlier, except that she has uh, tattoos on her face, just sort of diagonal lines going from the top right to the bottom left. She's completely bald, which Ildov, you would know, uh, she is she's a Goliath. Um, so she's a very, very large, very physically intimidating woman, uh, probably a little bit taller than Olash uh, and a little bit more chunky, too. 
Um, and she repeats herself. What is going on here? There's been an attack. Uh, someone, <clears throat> someone was attacking this ORE stronghold. We barely fought them off, but they're they're getting away. Roll deception. Quick. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is a uh, twenty-four for deception. Who who would? Uh, how did someone even get into the city to attack here? I'm. Your what? I've been so I'm like ducked behind this bookcase. I'm gonna cast disguise self mm-hmm. on myself. I'm gonna disguise myself as Posh. Ooh. Ooh. Because you've already yeah, Yarfix already dragged her into the back. Okay. Yeah. So you disguise up. yourself as Posh yeah. and pop up. And are you saying anything? Yeah, I'm gonna say, oh no, everything is fine. But what? <laughs> yeah, good. That's not on brand. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, we've already gone past on message for this this fight. Posh. Uh, what what happened here? Just some kerfuffle, nothing to worry about. Kerfuffle, your your door is broken, and and a, 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 a blast of energy came out and fried a goat. Yes, yes. Uh, we had a misunderstanding, but we are fine now. I, I. Touch, touch. <laughs> <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> Is it a classic deception? Can you imagine? Oh, 13. If someone just... Tut-tut-tut. Uh, that's probably the episode title right there. Uh, uh, Posh, with, with all due respect, this this doesn't look like your average kerfuffle. Uh, this is property damage and... and uh, who are these people? What is going on? I am the captain of the guard and I demand an explanation. These are new friends. I've hired them to help us, you know, track down the sounds. <laughs> you you hired them to investigate the source of the exploding noises from the northwest. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, then, what was going on here? We were practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Yarvik's sweating just a Her, little bit. She begins to scan the room, looking from person to person. What are the rest of you doing while while Posh Dove is is I'm spinning this yarn? I'm standing in front of the door and trying to stoically like stand there and make sure no one can get get out. Okay, so you're just you're standing in front of the the outer door or the door to the back room where the door Posh to the back is. Room. Okay. I have not gone to the outer door. Gotcha. I'm well. Okay, first of all, what's my condition of my like body and clothes right now you are singed and rumpled uh how much uh, how many hit points do you have left after the 14. lightning blast 14 uh that's more than half right or yes. less than half rather it's slightly less than half okay yeah so you're you might have like a limp to your gait you might uh okay. be be holding yourself up on whatever's around you or leaning on the wall your cheeks are probably pretty flushed um, and there's definitely like burn marks on you. Uh, okay. No one, no one would not think that you were possibly in, involved in that blast. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be leaning against whatever wall I'm leaning against. I guess the display case, uh, extremely casually, um, and I'm just gonna, <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna say, um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I was, uh, I was ribbing posh a little bit, uh, kind of trying to uh, sort of jokingly imply that her uh, magical guns weren't up to snuff, and uh, boy, she proved me wrong. <laughs> that lady it, can throw a lightning bolt. Is it, aren't they such silly creatures? 
Olash, what are you doing? I'm going to pick up my javelins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and misery? Just like casually? I, yeah, just... So just casually? Yeah, just okay. like, you know... I'm um, gritting my teeth. Uh, the guard captain is so focused on Cassian's extreme casualness <laughs> uh, that she doesn't even see you picking up. Okay. The, uh, yeah, the I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of like chilling in the background after. I so pick yeah, up you my you pick javelin. up one javelin, you go and like pull the other one out of the bookcase, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. pull the books off the end, and try to put them away. Uh, Yarfik is just standing in the back, sweating bullets, and the guard captain is looking around. And finally, she just goes, um, "Well." Uh, Okay, I suppose. This is all very strange. This is not like you, Pasht. Mm. <laughs> I think this is very on brand for me. Well, what do Thanks you... Thanks for uh, checking in, though. What do you three call yourselves? Uh, two, um, uh, we call ourselves the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. Yeah, that's us. Well, Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate, the doors remain closed until the morning. I'll expect oh, yeah. no more trouble from you. And come the morning... I want you out. Cool. You got yourself a uh, dealio there. Thanks for thanks for checking in, though. Good to know we're in good hands. Where are you all staying tonight? The stark contrast, nope. I think. Wendy's no, pride. Oh, Wendy's pride. <laughs> Sorry. Wendy's pride, eh? I may just station a couple of extra guards there, just in case. Posh, oh, I don't want that... you to think that I don't trust you. Oh, of course no. This is standard procedure. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well... I will be on my way. We still need to see to things and make sure that our preparations are all made for the griffin hunt in the morning. Posh, I would suggest that you get someone to fix this door. There are some ne'er-do-wells about. She turns, stalks off into the street, and away into the night. Okay. I'm gonna... Did you tie Posh up? No. Okay. I dragged her in the back quick because they were coming to the door. I'm gonna go tie her up. Yeah, she's, she's still unconscious. Okay. I'm so walk I'm over to uh, Ildov and That's... just give her an enormous high five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. So I'm, I'm, um, I'm gonna go try to put the door back on the hinges. The the door is shattered. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you two hand swung at it with a warhammer. So I'll, then I'm gonna stand in the doorway, just look outside. Okay. So Yarfik is keeping a lookout. What is everyone else doing? I'm gonna go ahead and use my second wind, just kind of crack my neck a little bit and uh, shake it off, shake off some of its damage. Okay. Uh, that's going to heal me up um, five points of damage. And then I'm going to turn to the rest of the group, I guess, and go... Um, so, what do you think the odds are we can keep this under wraps until they open the gates tomorrow? Yarfik just starts laughing. As to... <laughs> you, you, you're a joker, right? Uh... Right? <laughs> well, well, yes. <laughs> but uh, not about this. How much, st- how much of our stuff did we leave at uh, in. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to leave it there. We you like, you didn't leave anything at the end. You never even went up to your rooms. I Let's just stay somewhere else. Let's. Um, we I'm should also fix the door. Yeah. Can we? We can. I mean, there has to be a way to fix it, uh, or like get a new door, and we should do that so that the guards don't like see that it's broken still. Can we in a few hours and like go in and check on things? We'd need a carpenter or a. Or someone that could do that. Or, yeah, I'm sure there is one. Just stand in the city. outside and continually cast minor illusion. Here's my. That's a long feeling. watch for two of you that can do <laughs> I that. I know. I'm just kidding. I actually sort of feel like it's not that unusual for the door to 
still be unrepaired after being smashed off its hinges. It's it's late at night, you know, they're not going to expect... Can we... Unless we think that Posh has some kind of specific door-fixing spell, I don't necessarily know that they would expect it to be fixed in the morning. Can we talk about the fact that we are now go- all going to be on the run from the ORE? Uh, I don't really know what there is to say about it, frankly. We don't really have time to talk about it. Oh, but we have time to sit around and cast my illusion on a door. I would... Just trying to, I'm just trying to lighten the mood. I defended you to her. I was ready to throw down my life for you. And then you blocked my spell. Yes, because she didn't need to get hurt in this. We could have gotten out of this peacefully. I don't think we could have. So out of curiosity, uh, Ildov, are you still in your poshed glamour? No, you're back to Valera form. form. Okay. Um, I feel like you might want to hang on to that. Should until we're out of town. Should I continue to be meta game? I don't know. Yeah, you guys can well, have this discussion. When I see her change back into Valera, I'm gonna say, you know, actually maybe Valera, maybe you should keep being posh until we can get out of here. I feel like you're our best asset in terms of keep keeping this on the hush hush. I mean, if we can somehow secure posh in that room, does the door yeah. open into this room or out into the big room? Uh, it opens into the back room. Dang. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I, yeah. Is there any like trunk or anything we can stash her in in there? God. So are we collecting uh, there, mages there are, now? There are crates and uh, crates and barrels. Uh, there are crates and barrels. CB two. Uh, there's the bed. There's I mean there's the the there's a chair next to Gulric. Next to there I should say there's oh, a chair yeah. next to the chair Gulric is tied up to. My two unconscious loves. Why don't we tie her up and stash her under the bed? I, and to, I already know. tied her up. Yeah, she's already yeah, tied up. She's been tied up. So maybe slide her under the bed and we could just stay here tonight, right? Wait, but she can also cast spells without speaking. speaking, so Or moving her hands? You don't know? We don't know. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean there's also like not that many spells. I don't know. We're uh, either way we're in trouble if she gets out. She's much more powerful than Gallic ever was. I think if we blindfold her, gag her, and tie her up, there's very little chance of her being able to cast a spell that can get her out of the ropes. Why is it whenever we visit someone's place of business or house, we end up blindfolding them, gagging them, and tying them up in their back rooms? Because they try to kill us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I just feel like it's becoming... It's not like we're just waltzing in. And like... I just feel like it's becoming a pattern, and I don't like the way we it's We didn't even down. want to come here in the first place. Yeah, sorry, that's on me, guys. It's okay, I understand. She was pretty relentless. Yeah. Just saying, it was not, like, our idea to come here. She kind of forced our hand. Yeah. I'm thinking we should stay the night here. Valera can keep being poshed, uh, you know, until we get a chance to slip out of town when they open up the gates for the Griffin Hunt tomorrow. Right? If there's I, no better idea at this take, point. Yeah. We well, also just did say we're staying at Wendy's Pride. The guards will be on the lookout for us to come to our rooms and stay there. But then I, as Poshed... Don't have to. ...would not be staying with you. No. You're going to make me spend the entire night here in this weird room? I'm not going to do anything to make you do anything. You make your own bed whatever you want to. Thank you. I can make a silent image of us going into the inn. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Well, one of those silent people, you know, that don't make any noise when they when they walk or go through doors. People well, are um, walking by, can... not not coming right up to the door, but sort of peeking around because there's there's shrapnel in the street. There's there's a bit of a burn mark across the road. 
because uh, it was a pretty powerful spell that she used. And they are sort of peeking inside just to be like, well, what's going on here? And that very so bottlenecky kind of. I'm gonna, what time of day is it? Uh, it is uh, past dinner time. It's probably like close to seven or eight. I'm going to walk past seven or eight. Yeah. I'm going to walk over to the doorway and use mage hand to like pick up any pieces of shrapnel I can. Put them. Okay. Away. So you as, as posture are cleaning yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to say to the onlookers, um, nothing to worry about here, folks. Wizard practice. <laughs> Just doing some wizarding. I still think we should fix strangely. the door because too, the yeah. longer that nobody like comes in to check on Posh after we leave, mm-hmm. the better. So oh, like the like longer hang a drape over some bit, right? I, I will go. I will go and find where ask some one of the onlookers. Where's the nearest carpenter? We had a bit of a problem. We need to get the door fixed. Okay, they uh, they would more than likely tell you to go to to Brush Gambles, which is they they give you directions Thank to you. it. Uh, it's the local sort of smithy slash carpenter. You all stay here. I'll go grab the smithy. See if we can get this door fixed. You need to stay here at least. Your posh should, should be here. Okay. I'll be back. So Yarfik goes off to to Brush Gambles to find someone to start repairing the door. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna motion to Valera and um, sort of head to the back area of the shop and, and motion for her to follow me. Like into the room where the real posh is. No, I because I don't. Just in case she's awake, I don't want yeah. her overhearing what we have to say. But I'm gonna say to her, "Look, Valera, you've more than earned our trust in you many times over uh, since you've joined this group, and we are happy to to have your back, but." Now that we are all fugitives from the ORE because of what just happened here, I think it's time we heard your story. Your real story. <laughs> I'm not there to hear it. Well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm not saying like right this instant, but like oh, okay. you oh. get ready to tell the group like soon. Oh, yeah, no, you're Next right. Time I, have a alone. Yeah, I owe you guys for sure. I will I will happily share my story next time we are in a location where it seems appropriate to do so. Earfic, you've reached Brush Gambles by this point, gone inside. I mean, it's late, so, you know, you come up to the desk, sort of start, there's a, like a, a clapper there in place of a bell that you can hit to make a noise, and a, um, uh, a halfling woman comes out, and she uh, sort of bustles up to the desk, like, hurriedly putting on a, an apron, uh, and she comes up and she goes, uh, hello, what, uh, it, it's a bit late, what can I do for you? I, I am sorry to bother you, good, good woman. I've been sent by Posh uh, up the road. We had a bit of an issue with her door where uh, one of our magics uh, accidentally went off in her uh, in her room and blew the door out. And we were look- hoping to have you come and fix it quickly so that we can contain what's in there and not make sure that everyone can see into the shop, you know, really do that type of stuff. If you wouldn't mind. You want me to come fix a door right now? I would really appreciate it. I'm willing to pay what it would take to get it done. It's 8 o'clock at night. It'll be very loud. I I understand that. I, but, you know, I, I wouldn't come if, if I wasn't sent by Posh herself. She asked for this to be done, and I'm here at her behest to make sure you come back and do it. Look, you... I can... I can... I'll give you a couple of planks you can use to put them across the doorway, but I'm not I'm not going to go and, and hammer away at something this late at night. I'll, I'll do it in the morning. Are you sure? I mean, there's there's no way I can entice you to do so. I mean, try try some enticement. What do you what do you say here? 
are you a woman of faith or are you <laughs> I mean I you know believe in the gods but I am personally a holy man of Ajia who is, has uh, had a connection to his goddess, and I know that she would smile upon you if you could give us this favor. And as I said, I'm willing to pay the rate that you would ask, but do this for us now to make sure it's taken care of right away. Roll persuasion. Uh, that's a ten. Oh, she'd smile on me. That sounds lovely. Would she smile on me in a golden color? <laughs> I, if it, that would make it worth your while, I can definitely have a chat with her and see if it would be, depending on how golden you would like the color to be. I'm more than willing to throw you, say, ten gold to do it now. <laughs> that's her response. Well, that's, that's very curt and everything else. Perhaps I, I wasn't clear on that. I, I was saying more like fifteen gold. I'll give you some planks, and I'll see to it in the morning. How golden would you feel would be fair to you if to, to get you to bring yourself out? Clearly more than you're willing to offer. That's why I'm asking you. Please, if you want to set a number, I said I will pay whatever you ask. I'll do it now for... Remember. 400 gold. That's oh. my after-hours rate. Well, that, that's, that seems fair enough, but... Unfortunately, you are very right. I, I cannot make her a light smile on you for that much golden color. Well then, it seems like we're wasting each other's time. She goes in back. You hear some, some noises of stuff being gathered. She comes back out with a couple of planks of wood. This is the best I can do for right now. I'll come see Tapasht first thing in the morning. You can assure her that she will have Brush Gamble's best work. But I'm not doing it right now. I appreciate your at least candor, and thank you for the supplies. And she sends you off with that stuff. Cassian, Olash, and Ildov, what are the rest of you guys doing while this is all going on? You've already grabbed the greater healing potion out of the display case. Is there anything else to look through? Yeah, I'm kind of just, like, looking around, seeing if there's anything. There, There's the, the, the crates and barrels that are in the back room. There's also Posht herself. No one has... You guys didn't, like, oh, yeah. look for anything yeah. you just tied her up yeah i guess i'm gonna go search her dressed as her <laughs> yeah hey uh, what's her pseudo dragon doing in all this mm-hmm. he is uh Elipshin is currently perched on top of uh, the bookcase wide-eyed and keeping a very close eye on all of you and uh in your bustling around anytime one of you has come anywhere near him he has bitten at you he does not want anything to do with any of you. Actually, uh, the the three of you roll nature real quick. Twelve. Three. Five. Olash, you you suspect that the the bond is not is not just that of like master to pet. That that it's it's more serious and that that you've you've in some way, shape, or form actually made an enemy of this pseudo dragon. Like they're dating? <laughs> Uh, I mean, that might be the way that Olash interprets it. <laughs> she did call it love, right? Isn't that what Leapshin means? It means uh, it means beloved in, in German. Aww. I say, hey, Olash, want to talk to it? Yeah, I was just thinking. I don't know what I could say, though. I see where he's coming from, being yeah. angry at us. I did javelin her in the leg. What would he possibly want to hear from me? I guess maybe that we don't have any plans to 
hurt her anymore. Like, we just wanted to get her to stop attacking us, and maybe that it would be for the best for him to just sit right next to her and guard her instead of coming out here and blowing up our spot. <laughs> like, if he tries to bite Lindsay that, when she's trying to pretend to be posh, that's not going to be great, you know? Yeah, okay, I'll, uh, I'll, do, I'll do the hustle. So you uh, go through the 10-minute ritual. Uh, by the time you're done doing the ritual, Yarfik is back and just sort of like laying planks up against the door as a makeshift door. Uh, just as, as you're finishing, you have that moment where you can you just sort of look into his eyes. What are you saying? Hey there. Real sorry about that. It's just, like we just we we had we had to protect ourselves. But uh we we don't we don't wanna hurt you. We we didn't wanna hurt we didn't wanna hurt her. Uh, we didn't, we didn't, we're not going to hurt Pasht anymore. We, we want to get out of here as much as you want us to get out of here. Do you maybe just want to, want to, want to like hang out like, it, like in the corner somewhere or, uh, just, you know, we'll let you be, you let us be and we'll be out of your hair in a few hours. Sort of cocks his head at you. And then you see his, his, you could swear you see his eyes actually narrow. And he Ooh. says, um, he goes, bad woman. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you, you make hurt. Oh, no. Oh, um. You oh, bad that. woman. Oh, no. <laughs> this is really hard for Olash. <laughs> and then he, he sort of like looks at the other people in the room. He looks at, at Ildov now in posh form. You fake. Oh, no. And then he looks at Cassian and he goes, you bad man. <laughs> You all bet. I don't like. Do we have any? What did? What did they? You're have? outside because you're putting yeah. the planks up right. on the door. How long is that going to take? Do we have? Not very long. Does anyone have treats on them? I don't know what this thing eats, but. Yeah, you do guys. I you rolled pretty I, low on nature. Did, I ask, uh, <laughs> like, is there anything we could do just to keep the peace between us, just for the night, and we'll be gone in the morning? I see her. You. Mm-mm, no. What's he saying, Olash? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me one. Just give me one second, buddy. And I motion for them to like huddle, like in the corner with me. He uh, he jumps down off the bookcase and glides down onto her desk, staring at the door. Like he knows exactly where okay. she is. Okay, so uh, like one of these front corners, then. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I I say he uh, he's. I asked if there was anything we could we could do just to like smooth things over for the night and uh, he wants to see her i don't know if that's a great idea i'm worried about leaving him in the room with her i'm worried maybe he could like un untie her or help her in some way and i'm worried that if he sees that we knocked her out and tied her up that that's not gonna make things peaceful yeah i'm uh i'm in agreement with you on that this is gonna sound pretty harsh but what do we think are the odds that we can trap him in a barrel? Wait, what? <laughs> you want to trap I mean, him in a barrel? I feel like Just if for the night? he's he's only been like snapping at us if we get close to him, right? Like, what if we just keep our distance from him, let him be? If he if he starts getting aggressive without us provoking him, we'll we'll deal with that. But I say he's probably not gonna stop looking at that door. Unless we're, you know, bugging him. 
So if we just like okay. stay over here. What if we, um, well, I guess maybe if you could tell him, you know, we'll let him in to see her tomorrow if he leaves us alone all night. I can try that. I go over and I say, how about we let you in to see her in the morning before we leave if you let us be tonight. He looks at you. He looks at the door. He looks back at you. And he looks over at, at Ildov and Cassian. Looks back at the door. Unfurls his wings. Flaps up into the air. Flies up over to the bookcase. Curls up. Just before he sort of tucks his head in. He looks back up at, at you. And he just says the word, me. And then he tucks his head in, curls up, and as far as you can tell, he's going to sleep. Okay. I said, great negotiating, Olaf. <laughs> I mean, he didn't agree to it, <laughs> but no. uh, he, yeah, he just called me mean. He, he's, he's definitely not happy with us. But I think I, we um, just, we just let him sleep for now. I am. Um, I reach up on my tippy toes and I pat Olash on the shoulder and I say, "Hey, you're not mean. You're nice." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you wanna, Cassian. <laughs> you nice lady. You wanna, you wanna practice reading a little more? <laughs> I would love to. Write some stories. <laughs> okay. So you guys go and Olash, you sit down. Cassian sits in your lap. <laughs> takes out a book and you start reading. Uh, you start reading her one of of Prince Madrigan's books. Maybe uh, does he do all the voices? Prince Madrigan and the Fair Maiden. And yeah, you do all the class. voices, and it's you know, and it's Olash. You're having a great time. Uh, Ildov, are you going to go and search? Yeah. Okay. So you. Carefully go, open the door, close it behind you so that Lipshin doesn't slip in. I'm gonna um, go. I'm gonna go with you. Yarfik just comes back, with just to back you up. Okay. You gotta have a chaperone, All right? right. <laughs> well, Gulbrick is in there. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> and you are you going to search uh, Posh specifically? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Go ahead and roll investigation. That's a two. Yarfik, are you just watching or are you helping? I'm watching. You're just watching. I'm just watching, and I'm standing I'm by the door. I'm also going to kind of look around the room, though. Okay, so roll uh, roll another investigation check. Ooh, that's a 19. Really, you roll 19. really well. Okay. So you immediately, you, you go over to her, and you're you're very tentative about trying to, to interact with her to look because Even you don't want to wake her up. But I do want to touch her. Yes. Oh, you do. <laughs> but, like, um, with, but like with consent, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after you tied her up and knocked her out. Can you get consent from an unconscious person? No, you can't. That's why I'm that's, being t- yeah, gotcha, that's why gotcha, I'm being yeah. tentative. That's about that's it. the internal struggle. Right. Yeah, that's gotcha. The, We're that's just getting struggle. a bit of your narrator. Just, yeah. Um so <laughs> you, you're you you're like yeah. you're you wanna to to search her, but you're like, no, that no, you know, she hasn't given me permission to, so I can't. So you're sort of looking around, you don't really find anything on her, and then you you start looking around sort of the surrounding areas, looking around the you guys put her on the bed so you're looking around the bed and the nightstand and just as you're sort of swinging your head back and forth you notice that there's something about her cape mm. there's there's something odd about it and you you sort of just start to to like gently you pinch the material between your forefinger and your thumb and you sort of start to drag it to the side and you can see thankfully that Olash didn't tie the cape to her so you're actually thinking able, ahead yeah so you're actually able to sort of like gently roll her so that you can get the cape out from underneath and it's this shimmery 
fabric you can't even quite tell if it's glittery or chiffon in some way but it's got this very ethereal quality to it and uh roll intelligence nat 20 (laughs) you've seen one of these before and you didn't think you'd ever see one again but this is this is a very special and it's a very rare item this is a cloak of displacement so when you wear this cloak, it projects an illusion that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location, uh, which causes any creature to have disadvantage on attack rolls against you until you get hit, mm-hmm. in which case you zoom back to one image for one until your next turn. Oh my goodness, this is cool. What is it? It's a cloak of displacement. Is that what she was using to do the mm-hmm. duel? Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we're, you're not there. You're we're in reading. the other room. No, Cassie oh. just said that from the other room because <laughs> he's reading the story. It's in the book, yeah. And he's just like, man, Prince Madrigan is so awesome. <laughs> Cassie's omnipotent sometimes, or at least he thinks he is. That's but, a, and that is, that's all you find, but that's a pretty big find. That's, that's cool. Amazing. Can I, do you guys think I can keep it? I mean, we're already you guys, in I mean, deep. Yarfuk. We're in deep with her right now. I mean, but you also, you don't want my opinion on this. Trust me, you don't want my opinion. Also, does that seem like something that like a legitimate ORE person would have? Well, little, uh, no, I'm not in the room. <laughs> uh, you, Just from your dealings with the ORE, you know that they do have magical items, and, yeah. and producing magical items is actually part of how they fund their operations. Oh. Uh, they don't produce things of this power necessarily, just because it's it's very difficult and and very expensive. So this is more likely a, an heirloom. Uh, that's been passed down or or you know an ancient item something like that something from the past but they uh they are known to own magic items they're not that's not it's not like strange that's not taboo well now i'm torn again if it did belong to like her grandmother or something it's gonna be pretty hard to get in her pants after that (laughs) i mean i'm pretty sure that i have blasted my way through any chances of getting into <laughs> you never her know. She, she could be like Goldrick and likes the blasting. Who knows? I don't think so. But I don't want to stick yeah. around to find out. We we can't stick around to find out. So. I mean, if I found it, I would 100% keep it. So that's yeah. my two cents on it. I think I'm going to take it. So you come out of the back room wearing I'm, I'm, your brand I'm, new cloak. I'm going to give you a disapproving look, but Yarfit gives you a, a harumph. <laughs> I know. What's the plan for tonight? Well, first of all, I think uh, Ildov definitely needs to give us a twirl. Uh, we we got to see this this new fashion accessory in action. I spin around and then I wink at them and blow them all a kiss. And if, as far as they can see, it looks like there are two of you doing this. <laughs> Cassian uh, mocks wounds and falls off of Olash. <laughs> That's twice you've fallen off I her know. lap today. <laughs> Does he have to roll for fall damage no. or just? It's it was deliberate. High. I was. It was a prat fall. But we should figure out what we're actually doing. <laughs> I definitely would love to get some rest mm-hmm. um, and be rested up for tomorrow. Probably going to be a big day. Maybe I can rest here with someone and the other two can go off to the inn. So it that might I... that might make more questions if only a well, couple of us Well, if someone comes by, I can just be like, no, I asked for the protection. I don't know. You have the door that... closed or I guess I could stay here by myself. No, I don't think you should no. stay by yourself. I think I think that makes sense because like if if two people go back, that's less I think that's less suspicious than none of us going back. And if they question whichever two of us go back, we just say, Oh, poshed, 
can't get her door fixed until tomorrow, so she asked one of us to stay behind uh, just as added protection. So Ildov is sticking around I, in posh form. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cassian, go ahead. I don't know. I, I sort of feel like, you know, if we're going to cover it with that lie, we can just as easily say she wanted all of us here. Like, I, I don't see the value in splitting us up here. Like, just so okay. that some guards can see us go into some inn. I, you know, if they were going to arrest us, they would have arrested us. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I guess we could all stay here and take turns. And I think we should take overlapping watches. So yeah. there's always two people on watch because it, it, this is a dicey situation. Very mm-hmm. dicey, very. Because it's about what time now? 8.30. 8.30. Coming on 9. What time do we think the gates will open? They, did they mention that? Or they, they just said morning. morning. So I'm assuming Sunrise. either dawn or close to it. You just gotta survive uh, also, till dawn. Well, also remember the... <laughs> <laughs> The, the door maker is coming early in the morning, too. She wasn't going to come tonight, but she'll come early in the morning to fix the door. So she'll want to talk to Pasht. That's okay. That's I'm, I'm just letting you, So maybe you should be the last watch. Okay. So she shows up early and we're all asleep. All right. You can deal. All right. Okay, so I'll rest first. I assume, you know, I assume you were so charming that she'll definitely want to talk with you as well, right, Alfred? Uh, no. We, we came to an impasse. At, at, she wanted 400 gold to come fix the door right away. And I don't think we have that on us to give to her. So she was kind yeah, enough to it. give me the, the planks, but I was, mm-hmm. there was no, I, I offered her, you know, salvation and light from Aegea, nothing. I should have thought, what would Cassian say in this thing? But I'm not, I'm not up on my Cassianisms yet. I didn't really channel you, but I should have in the first place. Well, it would have wasted a lot more time if you had ended up sleeping with her, so. I could have slept with her? Yeah, that's if always said an what option. I would have said. I really screwed this up, didn't I? Well, next time, say what I would have said. <laughs> Maybe I will. So, your plan for the evening secure to have to rest here in the the ORE station house. I'm going to put the actual real posh on her bed. I'm not going to leave her on the floor or anything else. I'm going to put her there. Okay. I'm going to also go ahead and find some kind of curtain or hanging or something that we can like drape over the inside of the door just to make it a little more private. Yeah, that's know. easy enough to do. There are a lot of like silks and uh, things hung up because she she decorated the place very nicely. Um, so you easily sort of mock curtain over the door uh, as you all tuck in to rest for the evening. You're going to wake up hungry because you guys haven't had dinner yet. Um, and I don't know if anyone's going to go out to get it. But in the meantime, you you know, you know have some rations and stuff with it that you can nosh on. But you tuck in to get some rest, have your overlapping watches. And that's where we'll end this episode. Dang. Dang. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can hear the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Remember that Beatles song where they say, I am the walrus, goo goo gachube? Well, linguists have recently deciphered it and discovered that it's actually LSD. Forgive Improvised Weapons a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. The Beatles really were ahead of their time. You know, if you play that same record backwards, it tells you to go to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and support the show monetarily as well. Your contributions really do help us improve the show and retain our sanity, though we focus more on making the show better. Plus, you should probably listen to the Beatles. Remember to check out Gamers Against Alzheimer's on Facebook for all the deets on our next live show. The Beatles would probably want you to do that too. All of the music in this episode was written and recorded by Adam Rabin. 
you can check out all of his other work at imadeitup.com. Tune in next time to see if the party can successfully make their way out of town without bringing down the might of the local guards or the ORE on their heads. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>